You are now tuned in to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus, the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step to finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this, and this is called the journey. What's up, everybody? Hope all is well, and welcome back to the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Siam. We thank God so much for a new day and for a new week. Today is November 17th, and it is the 35th episode of the Journey Podcast. Wow, 35 episodes. That's a milestone for me. I'm sorry, guys. It's a really big milestone for us. Um, It's episode 10, season two of the Journey Podcast, and we thank God so much for bringing us this far. On last week's episode, we had Dr. Ash on the show. She came to talk to us a little bit about the clinical aspects of mental abuse. Um, We talked about, I think, all forms of abuse, but we talked specifically about how it affects mental health. And Dr. Ash, she's here in the studio today, but wherever you are, God really bless you. We really appreciate you being on. The week before, Barbara was on to talk about abuse and how she has dealt with it in her career as a social worker. So Barbara, you too, wherever you are, God richly bless you. And we pray that God will continue to give you guys the wisdom and the knowledge that is needed to continue coming on to the journey, you know? <laughs> on today's show, they're, ha- they're back, actually. They're going to talk a little bit more about abuse, but we're going to finish up the series by talking about self-abuse and the believer. I know that Barbara mentioned in the first show that we did, I mean, the second episode, but the first show that she came on, she talked about how, and I think this really stuck with me, and that's all I've been thinking about, that disobedience to God's word can equate self-abuse, and that, like, blew my mind, and she's going to be back to talk a little bit more. Ash is also on the show to talk a little bit, to delve deeper into self-abuse and how it affects our mental state, so I'm excited for that. If you've been tuning to the show, welcome back. And thank you so much for sticking with us through 35 episodes. God richly bless you. But if this is your first time listening and or watching the show, let us tell you a little bit about the show. So The Journey is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, career choices, health, just name it. We talk about everything that has to do in um, with our lives in today's society, um, real-life problems, and we look for real-life solutions in God's Word so that we can learn how to walk God's way, because that's our slogan, walking God's way. New episodes drop weekly on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. You can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, and you can most recently on YouTube. And you can subscribe, like, share, rate, and review, as we say every week. Once again, this week, we are not going to do Miss K's music tips, and we're not going to do birthday best. That's going to be for next week's episode, God willing. Also, before we continue, we're going to get into today's show. But before we continue, I would just like to make a brief announcement. It's so amazing to say, but The Journey has a new sponsor. So The Journey sponsor is Kesti Events Store. So Kesti Events is a business that they work on the core 
for events as such as weddings, funerals, baby showers, all of the above, but their store provides outfits for such events. So they provide wedding dresses, evening dresses, they provide holiday outfits, name it. They provide every kind of special occasion dresses. So as you can see, if you see my blazer, my blazer was provided by Kesti Events. So make sure you visit their website, Kesti Events Stores. I'm going to spell it Q-E-S-T-Y-E-V-E-N-T-S-S-T-O-R-E.com. Check out their Instagram page, Kesti Events Store. So Kesti Events, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the journey. We ask that God will continue to bless you. And they have much more, many more beautiful outfits for me and for my co-hosts. So I hope you guys like it because I love it. So check out their website. Yeah. Let's get into today's show. So today's show, I have two amazing, beautiful women. They are coming on to continue the series of abuse. So guys, help me welcome my two sisters, Ashley Anderson and Barbara Hyde. What's up, you guys? Hi, how, how are, are you? you? I'm doing well. How are you ladies doing? You're blessed. Well, yes. Yeah. Thank God. Blessed and highly feeling. Amen. 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 <laughs> uh, so welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful that you guys once again honored the invitation and came onto the show. How was it the last time when you guys came on? I know you came on first and then Ash came on the next week. How was it? Um, how was the shows for you guys? came on before me so it was it was good i just feel like it was whenever i come on a show i feel like super vulnerable because mm-hmm. like i said it's like i'm bearing my soul to the words but it was good i hope it was able to be um helpful to someone mm-hmm. or whoever is going through anything for like sure that. yeah for sure how about you ash i agree um it was great i learned a lot myself just from hearing your questions and, you know, thinking, pondering about it uh, prior to coming on your show. It, mm-hmm. it really, um, you know, opened up some new things that it was good to discuss. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there anything new that you guys, are? I know for me, I learned so much with both of your shows. Is there anything new that you guys learned of maybe each other's shows? Yeah, I would say from uh, Barbara's show about disobedience to God is a form mm. of self, or it is self-abuse. Oh, I think that was that, like that's so, profound Yeah, statement. very profound. I didn't think of it that way at all, and it really mm. does make a lot of sense. Right. So. We're going to get mm-hmm. into that, though. So, yeah. yeah, what about you? I think the different resources that Ashley provided mm. on her show, um, I, did, I, I knew, well, no, I didn't. I didn't know that physical abuse or any form of abuse can lead to mental health Mm. um so i didn't know that i thought it was like two different things Mm -hmm. so you know listening to her show um i was able to learn that Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i think um i think with what same thing with ashley's show i didn't know that i think and i said that last week too that i didn't know that bullying was a form of abuse yeah and that it could like as you said it could it's the seed for um any kind of mental illness to occur that's the fruit so i was really 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 um taken aback by that but you know thank god for you guys and for all your resources and all your knowledge and all your certifications and you know accreditations and all that (laughs) coming out to the journey and stuff so um we're gonna get into today's episode might not be as long but you know we're hoping that it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. Yeah. So we're going to talk about self-abuse today. 
we talked about different types of abuse. And I know one abuse, one form of abuse that I didn't know was possible was self-abuse. And as Barbara said, I think Barbara, we're going to start you off with this one. Because I remember, as you said, as we keep mentioning that you said that self-abuse can be equated to disobedience to God's word. Mm -hmm. So I want you to elaborate a little bit about that. What did you mean by that when you said that? So it basically means that um, when you don't know your position in God, because mm -hmm. we all know like God purchased us with his blood, right? Mm -hmm. So he has the upright, most respect, most love or everything for us. So I feel like when you go in, when you do anything contrary to the word of God, is disobedience. And I think I used the example of having sex before mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. And we spoke about sex is the only thing that sex is the only act that you can do when you cause harm to yourself. Mm, your body and to right. So if you don't know what the word of God is saying and you're going outside what the word of God is saying, it's basically you're hurting yourself and you're mm. self-abusing yourself pretty much. That's what I mean by that, wow. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Can we backtrack then? Then what's the definition of self-abuse? So self-abuse pretty much means that when you repeatedly harm yourself. So people that self-abuse themselves, they don't necessarily want to commit suicide. Like they don't want to die. Whatever pain that they're feeling, they just want that pain to go away. So they either cut themselves. I know a lot of people that do like the whole cutting thing. Wait, I'm sorry. You said the pain that they're feeling, they want it to go away right. by harming themselves. Right. So that's how they alleviate their pain. So everybody has different coping mechanisms. So okay. people smoke, other people drink to get away from whatever, however they're feeling. Mm -hmm. So people that self-abuse or self-harm themselves, uh, when they're going through any type of stress, any type of anxiety, they cut themselves because in their mind, they get it, they're trying to feel better about themselves. Wow. So that's what, and it's crazy, right? Yes. Because you're like hurting yourself even yes. more to try to get away from that. But yes, people um, burn themselves. People cut themselves. People usually like bang their head on things. It's all this part of like- Physically. So, mm -hmm. so, so um, harming themselves. You know how we, we um, how do we say, we talked about the different forms of abuse, talk about physical abuse, right. emotional abuse, mental, sexual. So the- can there be those uh, categories for self-abuse? Because the way you're saying, like, they, the burning of themselves, the hurting, the cutting, right, that so, sounds physical. Right, can so it I be think, mental self-abuse? What do you think? I think I think it can be both the physical part of the self-harm that's the physically cutting. abusing yourself, mm -hmm. cutting. And, so, and, and a lot of times, too, a lot of them will do it in places that are not visible, their thighs, mm. um, so no one could question. But like you said, it's the pain that they're they're using to cope. They want, they see the, having, experiencing that pain, that episode of pain as a coping mechanism. Wow. Even though they are going through pain, but I guess more mental pain, but the physical aspect of having pain helps them to cope. Mm. Um, so I think it can be seen as both. Um, if there is a physical part going on, then, and the mental part is just um, believing that this is alleviating my the pain. Or the pain. Yeah. yeah. So let's say in my mind, I can I tell myself, "Oh, you're not enough," or I always I'm, I always look down upon myself, or I always criticize myself, or I I think when Deacon Sam came onto the show, he mentioned how. Because I asked him a question, a very lighthearted question, like, have you, when we were playing a game and I asked him, oh, have you self-harmed? And then he said, not like cutting or anything, but I've let myself go before. So mm -hmm. me letting myself go 
was a form of self-harm. Yeah. So me yeah. neglecting, you know, the parts of myself, maybe the parts that I need to work on, work on I, when I neglect that, can that also be a form of self-abuse? Yeah. Yes, it can, because our body is a temple. Mm. And if we want the Holy Spirit to dwell in our temple, we do have to upkeep um, ourselves um, being spiritually minded, um, working on your, you know, your growth and not um, allowing uh, anything to be a gateway for you to stir away from, you know, the Lord. So it, it is, it, it is definitely, I think, self-abuse to not, um, and even I was actually reading something um, about habits and how like habits form. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pastor recommended the book for the book of the month for the church I go to. Um, <laughs> and um, the author, the author was um, tr- describing how um, habits form and it's a part in uh, our brain, um, the basal ganglia. It's a, a part in our brain that actually um, uh, when we keep doing something repetitively, then um, it I guess it it grabs that and recognizes that. So then it works less. Mm -hmm. Our brain works less when we form habits. That's Mm -hmm. why it's so hard to break a habit habit because then it has to put in more work and Mm -hmm. it's fueled by like glucose. And when we eat foods and all that, you know how our body can store it and in fat and other places, our brain cannot store it. It has Mm -hmm. to like just use it up in that, in that part. And that's how habits form. So then I'm thinking, um, I'm connecting. So with our brain um, storing the habits, having that part in the brain that is, you know, habitual and you do it over and over. Um, that's why addiction forms so easily because mm-hmm. addiction over time changes um, the, the make of your brain, um, a part in your brain. And I believe around that same center, I'm not a neurologist or anything, but um, addiction forms from doing the same thing repeatedly. But then with addiction, it's not like a a good habit typically Mm. because addiction means you have no regard for family, friends, loved ones. You Mm -hmm. do anything you can just to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And with self-abuse, a form of self-abuse is addiction. Mm. And um, a lot of people who are abused do cope with addiction, you know, Mm. substances, um, like she said, with the self-harm, different different addictions, gambling, uh, sex, whatever it is, just to cope because shopping. of the shopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. an addiction. I, eating, okay. eating disorders. That's all. But then how would that... Okay. No. How would that be self-abuse then? With, with the shopping, let me say. Right. Like, I think I understand with the sex and maybe drinking, smoking, stuff like that. I understand that how that can be harmful to yourself. I feel like I understand the shopping one, but I want you to elaborate a little bit more. Why is it, like, getting to you or something? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like when it's done excessively, because mm-hmm. um, why are you shopping? Like, I think f- for me... There's always a root behind right. it. Right. So okay. when I will feel like a little down or anything like that, I'll be like, oh, maybe I should get this so it can make me feel better. So how people use cutting as a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. I'm using shopping mm-hmm. to like fill in that void because I'm I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling lonely or whatever it is. So that can also be a form of that as well, too. I feel like anything done excessively. Mm-hmm. I think that, that be, was the definition you know what of I mean? abuse. Yeah. When, when um, I remember Ashley show, she defined... What abuse yes, is the yeah. improper use yes. of a, um, something. Exactly. Yes. And it, I guess 
it can be used. I think I actually could be used lighthearted. Like I'm like, oh my god, I abused this mic because I used this excessively, right, or yeah. I used it improperly. So like that makes sense. Yeah. So uh-huh. if you have stuff that you're buying that you don't need, don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, addiction <laughs> with shopping, then that leads to mismanagement of, of finances and because okay. you're anything you you just want to get the thing not or because you, feel you need like it because, because it makes it. you feel better yeah. mm-hmm. you're coping yeah. using it to cope yeah so it's a problem so i feel like you're no better than the person that use alcohol or yes. use drugs mm-hmm. yeah as a coping mechanism yeah it's just like you're the same thing you're the same yeah. person as well too exactly wow. even those who use food as a, a way to mm-hmm. cope yeah you're no better than the one who uses alcohol or heroin mm-hmm. or cocaine it's all addiction. Yeah, it's it just is. a different type. Form of addiction. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there. I know for me, like I've categorized addiction. Like you would think that the heroin addiction, cocaine addiction, that's like worst form mm-hmm. of addiction. I never really thought of, especially with the food thing, because you know, I think with food, food is more. <laughs> food is food is um progressive over time. Then yeah. it leads to the heart disease, the diabetes. With the substances, it can be it can be a short frame of time that it can be deadly or you know mm. lead to overdose, accidental overdoses. And I think because people, the stigma behind it, especially people using needles, IVs, and different um, routes of use and their behavior, it's like mm-hmm. so like oh this is a typical right. addict, so yeah. this is how they behave or look at, you know, this type of um, Mm -hmm. manipulation and all that, that they're, that's the stigma behind, Mm -hmm. you know, addicts, but anyone else, you know, addicted to something can also manipulate just to get what they want. So it's it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's so can we, I guess in my mind, let me say for me, the definition of self-abuse as per the two of you is the improper use of anything that can eventually cause harm to myself. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Yeah. How does one know that they are abusing themselves? Like if someone is engaging in self-abuse, do they know that they're abusing themselves? I think you know. You know, you know when you're in like uh, practicing something harmful for yourself. You don't have peace about it. Yeah. Um, you don't have peace about it. You go back and forth in your mind to justify it. You're confused. And we know God is not a God of confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all these things, just the lack of peace and the lack of um, control in your in your thoughts and your mind, struggling with the idea of, is this good or bad? Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. have to struggle with the idea of something is good or bad, mm-hmm. then don't, don't do, do it. it. Then maybe it's leaning more towards it's bad because... Mm-hmm. So I think one can know. But, and I I think yeah. that everyone has a little bit of God in them. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah. As mm-hmm. believers, of course, mm-hmm. um, when we're not doing something according to the will of God, he always prompts us. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Conviction. Because, it, yeah, because even yeah. I'm thinking when I, back in the day when I was like having sex rough, rough like that, I know, <laughs> like I will, in like after, before the act, I'll feel bad. And then after the act, I'll feel bad. So yeah. even yeah. like just going to do what I needed to do or what I wanted to do, I would feel I would get convicted mm-hmm. about it. Or did I listen? No, because no. I still wanted to do it. So I feel like when you are a child of God, um, He always prompts you. He, you you always have that you know voice yes. in your head like don't do it. And if you hear it, just don't do it. <laughs> it's easier said than done. And if you have to like with the sex example, you have to hide. You have to. Mm. 
cross all dots, all your I's and cross the T's. Make sure, okay, this is set in place. All my parents went all this and that. Mm -hmm. And coming to now with whatever it is you're struggling with, if you have to kind of like even hide the fact or struggle with letting someone even know, like if you know that, oh, if this person finds out, then it's kind of a problem, then you know, you should think about it. Yeah, you should think about it. Then that's that's the conviction right there. Mm -hmm. Wow. So as um, a believer, maybe I'm in, maybe after watching the show, someone who's watching, maybe after watching the show, I realized that, mm, I think I'm abusing myself. I'm harming myself, maybe educationally, maybe physically, maybe shopping. I think this one did hit me. Mm. <laughs> I know that's what she asked that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't shop, I just... Just buy. It's Walmart, man. <laughs> it's Walmart. <laughs> wow, my goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, maybe I'm watching the show and I realize that this applies to me. What advice would you give to someone like that? So, like, um, I think it was said in both shows, um, talk with your spiritual leader if, you know, you do have one. And if you don't go to any church, you know, I, like I tell my patients, like when I'm trying to encourage them or tell them coping skills, it, it is good to find a home church, uh, Bible-based um, church if you don't have one, because there are even a lot of groups that go on. I have patients who have um, counseling groups that they attend in, in a church setting. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the first step is just letting someone know, having an accountability partner. Like if you notice, okay, I am doing this thing to myself and it's not good. Or even if you're questioning if it's good, then it's always good to have someone you can talk to because then you let them know about it and then they can also help you judge if this is, you know, really safe or not. So that's, that's what I would say yeah. the first step to let somebody know um, who you can trust. Yeah. But I like you know? when, what Ashley said about a spiritual father, mm -hmm. because you can, talk to like a therapist or you can talk to a counselor or whatever right mm -hmm. but I feel like until you get the knowledge and understanding of how much God loves you then you wouldn't love yourself mm. so I feel like mm. once you talk I don't know if maybe the therapist maybe they might be like a Christian I don't know but if you speak with someone that's like a, your spiritual father that believes in God or like you find a bible-based church to go to then they will teach you to love yourself as Christ loves you. Mm -hmm. And I think I keep mentioning that because that's how I was able to discover who I was. Mm -hmm. Not until I found God or God found me was until I was like, oh, wow, this is how much I was worth. Because although I knew that, oh, I'm this and I'm that, I didn't know what self-worth was mm -hmm. until I was able to be rooted in Christ. And that's how I knew how much I was worth. So I feel like it has to really start with God. That's the only person for me mm -hmm. that can do that for you. Mm -hmm. mm, so the like, best way yeah. for someone to get out, out of any kind of abusive situation is for them to let God find them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, yeah. Absolutely. Because I feel like God is my answer to everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know where else to turn Attention. to. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where else to go. He's like really my end or be all for yes. me. So. And, a, and a lot of things are really beyond our control mm. especially if you know you've been a victim mm -hmm. of abuse and or you're going through some trauma and trying to resolve it um it's really a lot of just the healing is beyond anything you can actually do yeah. so you do have to come to a point of surrender 
Um, and I believe even recently telling a few patients that like, cause I felt that a lot of times, you know, in your workplace, you don't want to right away go to that side and, um, you know, make it, cause you know, there's policies against yeah. that too. But mm -hmm. when I'm led and I know the conversation is going that way, most of the times, a lot of the patients, they are believers in some mm. form, shape or way <laughs> they believe there is a God. Mm -hmm. So when I'm able to bring their attention that you, you need to surrender, like you're trying, you're doing too much, mm -hmm. trying to fix A, B and C, but the real, the, you have to come to the realization that you cannot, you can't fix it. God mm. is the ultimate fixer, the ultimate healer. Um, even as a provider, I know that it's not my own strength or doing. He gives me the wisdom. He has given us all the wisdom in whatever we do in our field. So I think, um, like like Barbara said, you have to come to that that sur like surrendering and let God find you yeah. and really work on you, you know, so that you can really be free. Hmm. It sounds so easy, right? Yeah. I was actually about to ask that <laughs> right. because it's not. I've been thinking about someone who may not know how mm -hmm. to surrender. What do you mean when you say surrender? Because I know it's easy. We sing the songs. We yeah, know that, you yeah. know, but what does it, what, what, how do yeah. you truly surrender? Yeah. So I think it depends on what, okay. So I'll, I'll use myself for an example with, um, with sex, um, battling that throughout my young adulthood, my form of surrender, I had to uh, change my number at one point. I mm -hmm. had to um, block certain contacts just so I wouldn't fall into that trap and mm -hmm. be, be vulnerable. Um, I had to spend time with God alone. I was going to church, um, not like, I wouldn't say I was consistently going, like, I think it was just like Sunday going because at the time, I think my church didn't have as many um, other sessions. So I took it upon myself and did so many devotionals and like, like actually intentionally made time with God like daily. And I think the breaking point was um, reading this book um, by Heather Lindsay. Shout out to Heather Lindsay. <laughs> she, I think she gave everyone <laughs> that book. I, she gave me that really? book. I had to read it. I, 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 will, I always, I have to remember where I was, you know, and I can't just say it happened magically. Yeah. So I yeah. always have to remember and give credit to, you know, where, where it's really due. Um, and she has a book, um, Pinky Promise. Mm -hmm. oh. And it really- so Doesn't she have a group like that as well? She does. Oh. And and so and after reading too. the book, I was a member <laughs> of the group. I was a member of the group and it really <laughs> healed me in that, um, you know, sexual sin, because everyone has their whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that was that was yeah. mine. Right. If I really think about it, that was mine. Um, so um, reading the book. So so with the surrender, I mean, God has to use vessels to yeah. help you even to get to that point. Yeah. So I think um, we have to know that it's not a magical thing no. that, OK, yeah, OK, God, I surrender. You have to open yourself up to those resources that, you know, godly resources, your spiritual leader. Um, then later on coming to the church I'm at now with my pastor doing a lot more healing. So being very open with my pastor definitely helped break a lot of um, misconceptions mm -hmm. I had about my past or how to really deal with um, relationships. Like I've said in um, our show with my father and me using, um, the lack of the attention I received from him mm -hmm. with, you know, the men I would meet mm -hmm. and coming to understand, okay, this is why this happened and dealing with this. So it's a journey. Uh, surrendering is a... Oh, no pun intended. No pun intended. 
it literally is a journey of it's surrendering is a journey yeah and it's mm-hmm. still it's, it's still ongoing it's right I, I have not reached the point where it's finished yeah. and it, it won't you be finished stop. you never stop okay so yeah wow. yeah. yeah i was I was just gonna exactly. say that. I was just gonna say like it doesn't just happen mm. overnight. Like when we when we talk about it, it seems like oh, it's something that just happened. Mm. Like I still fight my struggles now. Like mm. even with everything that I was going through, I'm still. It's a daily thing. Like yeah. we're not saying just give your life to Christ and everything is gonna be okay. Right. No, because God never promises that. Yes. But when you surrender, I for me when I surrendering means that you're my end or be all. Yeah. Without you, I can't do anything. So. I'm saying this is your will for me. Let your will be done. Mm. And I know it's not going to be easy, but I know if I go out there, I'm not going to be able to get it. So I might as well just stay here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, That's it. Yeah. Because so, out there, it's hard. Exactly. It's still hard with this walk yeah. with God. Mm. And like she said, or like the Bible says, it's not, it's not going to be easier, but he equips us. Yeah. And it's easier in him because of being equipped um and and having um brothers and sisters and you know a spiritual leader who really breaks down a lot of teachings about this it really does make it easier and and this is my coping mechanism so Mm. when we spoke about coping mechanism coming to church speaking to my pastor having my brothers and sisters around who share similar stories that's my coping um and it has it has worked for me, so that's why I would recommend that for everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I feel like it's and it's a free coping mechanism. Right. Like you don't need to buy spend money on drugs or it's free. You know, it's In free. 99. It's free. Yeah. yeah so it's true. I think for me, I cry a lot. I'm like a crier. Hey, you? Oh, really? Yeah. Nobody believes when I really. Say that. <laughs> Yeah, this is new. Yeah, very new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I usually cope by crying. Like I have to like sit, cry it out, just be like, hmm. God, I'm, it's yeah. me again. I don't know what my coping mechanism. Yeah, it's it's me again. I'm back again. I can't do it without you. I need more strength. Mm-hmm. I cry it out, get up, and then just keep it moving. Like mm-hmm. I cry a lot. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't want to say I'm the cry baby, but. When I don't get my way with God, it's like, God, come on, I'm here. Did you forget about me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, but everybody has their thing. But crying is not, you know, it's not, to me, it's not bad. It's right? not. Yeah, yeah. I think so it's not. That's what Sometimes I do. Sometimes you have to let it out. Yeah. Because so. if you don't let it out, it's still, it's going to come out. For sure. For sure. Exactly. So if, if you can let it out alone and no one has to <laughs> see it, then. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Yeah. Why are you always crying? Then it's like, oh, just give you the tissue. You're going to cry. Like, that's what I feel like. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it is very personal. Like. <laughs> so, so you like shopping? I don't like to shop. Oh. I just, when I go to Walmart, I just don't, I don't know what happens. Oh, I <laughs> don't know what happens. <laughs> Wow, I'm really thinking. Maybe food, singing, listening to music. 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 I like how they had to tell me. (laughs) Music. Music is my coping mechanism. Sometimes food for me too. Sometimes. No, even I'm bored. No, not me. 
People are like, I'm so yeah, stressed out, I, so I can't eat. I'm like, how? That's what I eat the most. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I would say only when it comes to like school, I stress eat. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in life, I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And which is a bad form of self abuse if you're stress eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, pretty much anything that we, okay, like we, we, we defined it earlier, anything that we do that's excessive. Yes. Yeah. Improper hey. use. Yeah, of, improper. Yeah, I think food too. Sometimes. I said it. You didn't want to acknowledge. Say me the meaning. Say food. You said no. I don't think. I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. No problem. Because I can go without eating. My body doesn't tell you that, but that's 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 just. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> but I can go without eating. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. I really enjoyed this show. So we're we're gonna wrap up. Like we said, this show was was very short. But can we summarize everything we've talked about from the beginning when it was me and Tony to your show to Barbara's show to this show? Can we summarize pretty much what abuse is, Mm -hmm. how it affects a believer, and then lastly, what I mean we talked about it, but I just wanted to be like one portion where we just like kind of say everything and then just like end the show do you want a summary like a, um yeah like you know how you do when you do a book report you do the <laughs> you oh introduction you do the body that the yeah. conclusion you summarize everything you talked yeah. about i i think for me listening um from what i've listened or from what i've heard um i just feel like um god is love and i think mm-hmm. i mentioned that right mm-hmm. so being that god is love if we are if we are saying that we're believers and we believe in god we have to love one another, right? Mm. Therefore, that we shouldn't be in, we first, we shouldn't let anyone abuse us and we should put ourselves in an abusive situation and we, should, we shouldn't be abusive to other people mm. too. And that be, can be a form of physical abuse, mental abuse, sexual abuse, self-abuse, like everything. Because mm. you know that if you, God loves you and you love God and God is love, why would you even want to do that to yourself? Mm. So I think it's all about just... Um, for me, just knowing that again, I was purchased with the blood of Jesus, and God loves me so much. Um, and He just loves me, so I shouldn't just be doing anything, just anyhow. Mm-hmm. I have to live, I have to try to live according to His word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't try to put myself in that kind of situation, or I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. Um, and I think from my show when I spoke about it earlier, if you are in an abusive relationship, or if you see any signs of abuse. Don't stay if you're not married. Don't. There's no need for you to stay. Mm-hmm. Just try your best to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Because you know, self, um, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and mental abuse can also lead to self abuse. How? Because when you let's just say someone like physically abused you or somebody sexually abused you, right, and you don't know how to cope with that, mm, you, you can then to lead to exactly, okay. and you're trying to harm yourself. Mm. So it's like it all it, it, it all down. comes back to you as an individual too. Mm-hmm. Everything that's done, everything that someone else does to you or whatever, you you have to suffer the consequences for mm-hmm. it. It all boils down to you. So just be careful who you let in your space. Be careful who you let in your heart. Wow. And yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, yeah. When that's you interesting said the, to say. Yeah. yeah. Sure. When you said the last last um, part with the. Um, be careful who you let into mm-hmm. your space. It just my my little conclusion, I guess, is um, guarding your heart. Yeah. Um, 
because um, it's really our responsibility to not even um, get into these type of situations, mm -hmm. um, to really be always led by the spirit. And from that, we have to be really heavily in the word mm -hmm. um, and be doers of the word. Mm -hmm. um, and um, really always having someone you can talk to. Right. I think um, that's really important so that you don't keep anything, you don't harbor anything. Um, and yeah, she said it all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. She really yeah. did. I'm like yeah. um, compounding a list in my head, like steps to take to get yourself out of an abusive really situation. Sweet. You have to find worth in yourself first. You have to, oh no, sorry. You have to first surrender, surrender to God, God. Mm -hmm. and then allow Him to love you. Yes. And then after that, it ends up you loving yourself. And then you start taking the other steps to move yourself out of those situations. Right. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you love yourself, there's no way you can allow people to treat you like that. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I love me too much to let you do that mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. It's I like, just who can't. are you? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think I read, I have a quote by Miles Monroe somewhere, if I can find it. Go ahead. It was pretty interesting. Didn't you have a poem ahead. you were going to read to us anyway? Oh, oh that was before. Yeah. That was with that the was, other show? That was with the other show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did he say? I remember, though. I just I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> he said that, <laughs> he said that um, self-love is a result, is a result of self-discovery. And self-love is a result of self-source. So in order for you to love yourself, you have to know where you're coming from. Mm. And I was just like, oh, wow. And he said, loneliness is a manifestation of self-hatred. Mm. Whoa. Okay. I was like, okay, Mr. Loneliness. <laughs> loneliness. It's a loneliness is a manifestation of self-hatred. And I, that what I took from it is like, if... If I'm always say I'm lonely, I'm lonely. I need someone to be, someone mm, to be. You don't with love me. yourself enough. Who want to be with you? So that okay. means you don't really love yourself, yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, who wants to love you? Mm -hmm. I think it all has to start from you. And I think I always emphasize mm -hmm. on you, 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 because you can't go. I think pastor always teach us you can't go in a relationship saying this is 50-50. Yeah, you have to be complete, and they have yeah. to be complete. exactly. And I think once I realized that about myself, you can't really tell me anything mm -hmm. anymore. It's like because I. It's too much, too much love there. Like I love myself too much for you to like just yeah. do anything to me, just say anything to me, let you treat me any kind of way. Like mm -hmm. you can't do that to me because I love myself too much for mm -hmm. that. I think that's the yeah. point I want to get to. Yeah, to not allow any random thing to come into my space, yeah. as you said, yeah. or to come into my heart, as you said. Yeah. yeah, because I love myself too much. I I value myself and treasure yeah. myself enough not to let any kind of garbage enter my life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And if you let people, they will bring the garbage in oh, your yeah. life. Yeah, mm -hmm. they will. So mm -hmm. just guard your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we are beautiful. God created us all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's all I know. That's all I got. You're all beautiful. Everybody out there, you're all beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys are. All of you guys. I was being serious. <laughs> oh, wow. I really, really enjoyed this series. I've learned a lot. I think, I think, I don't know. We I we keep saying it. We initially did not want to do this series because it was such a touchy topic, and you don't want to you don't want to start something and then not do it well, mm -hmm. and then just leave it hanging. Like you right. want to finish finish well, right. or you want to you want to. I don't know. You you just want if you're gonna do it, do it well. Right. That's what yeah. we we're that's what we we're really contemplating doing this. But I really thank God that we did it because. Yeah. 
this is really enlightening for me. I learned so much about things I've been through and things that I'm letting myself go through because mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. And I hope that someone out there also is feeling the way I'm feeling. This shopping thing is really like it's just stuck in my mind. But um I really do hope that someone out there has taken from this as much as I have. And um as we did for both shows before this one, there will be a list of numbers and a list of resources that our beautiful ladies here have compounded and put together for anybody who's out there that might be going through anything or who is in a situation who needs help we have those list of hotlines and resources that's going to be available at the end of the show. So thank you guys so thank much, you. Thank you so thank much. You for, for coming us. on to the show. You. God bless you too. I am so grateful to God for your lives and the fact that you honored this invitation means thank so much you. to me. And this is not the last time that you'll be seeing them. You know, we have more people coming on for other shows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Sian. Thank you so, so, so much. I hope you enjoyed this series and I hope you enjoyed today's episode because I know that it blessed me and I pray that it blessed you. To stay connected to the Journey Podcast, please follow us on Instagram at the Journey underscore podcast. Like us on our Facebook page, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Make sure that you like, that you share, you rate, and review. Make sure that you subscribe on all our streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. Leave comments, leave feedback, leave a review because we love reading you guys. We love hearing from you guys, let me say. On that note, remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all. God bless you all. Stay safe and stay blessed, and have a wonderful week. You walk with me, I walk with you Together we face life Hand in hand, side by side With Jesus the mastermind It takes faith, it takes a step To finish a thousand miles But together We're in this and this is called the journey journey.